uh, Hatori. <laughs> Hatori. Hatori. And the <laughs> so sorry, Hattori. Hattori. I wasn't looking at the chat. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it sounds fine to me, man. I check your uh, check your speakers. It could just be my voice too. I was kind of speaking. Were you like a little this, low? And, yeah, I was a little you, low. You I got to catch myself sometimes, you know. Bro, you sound good to me though on mm. on the phone. That sounds like I could read a uh, romance novel. Yeah, you know, all I can really go off is. Is my uh, my stuff? You know what I mean. That's that's all yeah, we can do here. It's all we can do here. Well, um, I have a uh, breaking news for you. Oh, you please! Ready for this? Yes, absolutely. Johnny Depp's Jack Sparrow is possibly gone in the new Pirates of the Caribbean six. It's going to move forward with the all female led cast. Oh, so it's going to bomb. Yeah, so it's gonna yeah 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 yeah. And the story arc for all of them is going to be they're gonna lose their memory, and in order to unlock their potential, they're gonna have to recover it plot point by plot point. And then once they unlock their memory, they'll unlock their true identity of being a super strong female character. (laughs) Yeah, we'll we'll get into that. Uh, (laughs) I um. Yeah. So funny because people will hear that and think that, oh, you don't like strong female characters. Or the other end of that, they'll start bashing on uh, stuff that on movies and TV shows that are, are good that are uh, female led with actual strong female characters, for lack of a better word, such as Arcane. But yeah. Uh, and people just, you know, some people don't understand the nuance. Uh, oh. The okay. So <laughs> I won't. Okay, I'll just say it, but we'll 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 have it as a a you know you'll have to listen to the review for Argyle. But the writer for this, <coughs> excuse me, was also a writer on It Chapter Two, which is not very good, um, and Wonder Woman. The writer for has Argyle, cre- yeah, has credits for both of those. Ooh, um, sorry, I need to pull up. The wait, Argyle. actor, where's his writer credits? I don't care about his. I don't care about his actor credits. I want his writer credits. I was looking at a uh, Matthew Vaughn. <clears throat> well, Matthew Vaughn's a different story. I, I'll defend him a little bit, but not. A, What's the first one for Woman? It's not the second one. Yeah, but that's the movie sucks too. Uh, you know, for di- for I was about to say for Disney for DC, <laughs> it wasn't that bad. But, I mean, I, I remember at the time everybody was saying how that was an A plus movie. Oh, it's like, definitely I mean, not. I no, was, it's, it's. I was like maybe B plus at the most. Her, I thought she, it was around C. She's C like territory. she's like morally reprehensible in that because they were like, let's do a World War One era set movie, and then the Germans are still the bad guys. Without any historical context to how World War One worked, oh yeah, it's it's ridiculous, and and I think a lot of people just didn't consider it because yeah, I mean, there's like visually, there's like, and this is the thing is that it it's it's not well some of the visuals. the The third act is the stupid superhero thing where it just becomes like a big uh, like a big action fest again. Yes. Um, it's like CGI action, like garbage, you know, where you're like, oh, okay, here we go again. Um, and I think uh, at the time, especially like everybody was just really, uh, distracted by the way that, uh, Gal Gadot looks. And Wonder Woman look and I didn't, I didn't uh, agree with that. It, she's all right. 
Um, it's her acting. <laughs> oh yeah, you know what I mean. It's she's not a very good actress. Um, but her and Chris Pine do have chemistry in that movie. There are things, there are things to praise about the first Wonder Woman movie, unlike the second one. Um, but there's a lot of writing problems with it. Um, also this guy that wrote this has only written one, two, three, four, five, six. Okay, seven other movies. Wonder Woman being the most notable. And then he wrote Pan from 2015, which I think I've seen. Oh, yeah. I had to look at the writing stuff, not the acting stuff. Okay. But, yeah. Uh, interesting. I mean, he did write Ice Age, Continental Drift, too. So. Yeah, <laughs> for whatever that's that's worth to anybody. That I I don't think I've ever gone past the first Um Ice Age movie. Oh, he's in the he's writing the Hitchhiker's Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy pre-production. Right, it's in pre-production right now. Oh, the TV series. Yeah, oh, yeah well, the TV series. We'll see if uh, <laughs> what that's like. He may not be the only person, the only one person writing. Um, typically, no. with, typically with TV, you have more than than one individual. But you can tell a lot. I've I've learned. Uh, you can tell a lot about the direction that a show is going to go based on the writers on staff. Yep. Um, or a movie based on uh, previous work. Uh, there's a lot that goes into the writing. Cause, <clears throat> and I, I don't know, I mean, like, we'll, uh, we're practically getting into it, but with Argyle, Matthew Vaughn was the thing that made me think, I'll give this movie a chance. Same. Because I like Matthew a lot of, Vaughn. I like a go lot ahead, of his I'm work. Fine. Yeah. Um, Matthew Vaughn and Henry Cavill for me. Yeah, yeah. And, and it was like, okay, it seems like Henry Cavill, because even from the the trailers, I would tell you that I think maybe, um, Henry Cavill's going to be taking kind of a back seat uh, in this. Mm-hmm. Oh, you picked up on that? Oh, in the from the trailer, absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, I don't, I and and dude, you know, after what? How many, dude? Now I'll say I don't think because a lot of a lot of people I and I say a lot of people the few people that I've I've kind of listened to some commentary about this they've said that it's like oh it's this is the it's like such a massive bait and switch it's like the biggest one I've ever seen or whatever and I'm like I don't know if that's true I mean like it's that's it's a bit hyper, hyperbolic yeah it's up it's up there I don't I don't think it's a good thing the way that they I mean like you can look if you guys are watching this you can look at the thumbnail that I put together and Henry Cavill's front and center. And the two main characters are like three rows back. Yeah. The, the people you spend the most amount of time with in the movie. So clearly they knew what was the draw, and yet that wasn't the centerpiece of the movie at all. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that's an important point, point because people have to realize everything they do is intentional. They're yeah. typically not just and, throwing stuff at the wall, seeing what sticks. So putting Henry Cavill front and center was purposeful. Yeah. I mean, he is peppered throughout the movie, but he's peppered in moments, and it probably adds up to 10, maybe 15 minutes max of screen time for Henry Cavill. Uh, so for me, I wasn't... I think I only saw the first trailer. I didn't really... I try not to... When it comes to trailers, I don't want to see too many of them because I think they end up spoiling a lot of the information contained within the movie. Yeah. So I try to err on the side of being surprised. So I saw I the first liked, trailer. I like to do that. The the Argyle trailer though, it, like it played in everything that I saw. And every time I was at the theater, I'm pretty sure I saw that trailer. Mm. 
So with Henry, I wasn't really expecting him to not be in it. So it was a bit surprising and caught me off guard. Yes. How little he was in the movie. Yes. And then, but the same is kind of true for Samuel L. Jackson as well. How he, his character is kind of irrelevant for me. I mean, uh, not yeah, just he, his character, but his screen time. He's just he's there spy to say, guy. Or the, He's just there for them to say, hey, Samuel L. Jackson's in my movie. Yeah, exactly. I mean, great for him well, for getting his and, easy back. You know, he and Matthew Vaughn have a history because he was in the first Kingsman movie, and he's great in the mm-hmm. first Kingsman movie. Um, and so, you know, there is that connection there. And then the the girl that plays Gazelle in the first Kingsman, um, she's the, the broker or the secret keeper or whatever the heck her name is in this. You know what I'm talking about? When they go to oh, that, yeah. that Middle Eastern country and she like yep. reveals herself that she's Gazelle, the girl with the sword legs from uh Oh, you know who else that is too, right? Who? It's the Scar Giver from uh oh. uh the you know, the Zack Snyder movie. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. Uh, uh Rebellious Moon. <laughs> oh man, that's too good. <laughs> Nick Fury cameo. Yeah. Well, hello to the trolls in the tro- troll room. Hello to Jake and to Hattori. Thank you guys for uh, showing up, and I'm sure there are others of you out there uh, lurking, or you'll be here at some point, so thank you all for showing up. And yes, we are going to continue our conversation about Argyle, but I figured we would stop for a second and just thank you all, and welcome to episode 161 of The Underground. Um, sorry that we missed last week. Um, I've had an insane amount of stuff going on uh, and I started losing my voice on Monday and by, I had told, uh, Joseph the, that Monday morning, I was like, Hey, I've got like a ton going on this week. I was like, I think we just need to push off a week, um, so that I, you know, actually have time to get everything done and I'm not like stressing to upload and put the podcast out this week. And then I lost my voice like a couple hours later. Um, it was miserable. I, I, I sat, you know, the, uh, the like old smoker lady that's like, oh, hello, everyone. You know, it's, it's like, that's what I sounded like for three days. Um, Same, man. so, uh, thank you guys for, uh, your patience with all of that. I know, you know, it sucks when we, uh, when we miss a week, but, uh, yeah, I mean, you can still kind of hear it. Like I, uh, if I talk too long, I start to get like an itch in my throat, you know, and then, then the coughing happens. So. Uh, most of it was just that in sinus. Um, I didn't really physically feel all that bad most of the week. So I, whatever it was, uh, it was, it was weird, but we're here and, uh, just live. Yeah. You're doing well. Everything's, everything's good on your end. Yeah, man. And we have an, uh, associate executive producer for this episode who is Jenna. So when Jenna gets here, uh, we can thank jenna more directly but jenna's the associate executive producer for this episode because i checked in with jenna this past week and uh jenna met the criteria so want a special oh, shout out to jenna congratulations so, oh yeah our first one yeah i'm not muted right you can hear me <laughs> yeah yeah i'm muted i muted for a for second because the- i had to cough so i'm gonna try to do that so i don't mess up the uh the audio too much yeah man so for those who don't know we utilize a value for value system here which means you can donate to our podcast via your time, talent, and treasure. Time and talent, just basically meaning any type of skill you have, or uh, it could even be research if you want to send us anything that you think would be valuable to us. Uh, you can donate with your time and talent. And I know that Whoopa Troopa, for example, uh, he's done 
YouTube thumbnails for us and other people have done various different things to help us, you know, uh, what's right to say grow our brand, if you want to call it that. I'm trying to figure out a different way to say it, but that's what's coming to my mind right now. <laughs> and then, yeah, I hate saying grow our brand, but I just can't think of anything else right now. The show, but, uh, you know, it's, yeah, the, sh the, it's show. the show. Everything, yeah. everything it centers around the show and our producers. And I think that is, um, I was, I was watching, uh, 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 EFAP video. They were talking about some um, Bethesda Studios stuff, which I was finding really interesting. And uh, there's this acronym that I'd never heard the acronym. I think it's an acronym, but uh, it's KISS. It's like Keep It Simple Stupid. And I don't. Yeah. I've I've heard people use Keep It Simple Stupid. I've used it in some cases too because you know we all at times have a tendency to overcomplicate things. Yep. So it's one of those things that's like we have the show, we have producers. Um, that's how it, it runs, you know, yep. it's like without that, without whether it's time, like you're going to talk about what, if we don't have the time, talent and treasure aspect of that, uh, this doesn't really work. Uh, we would have quit a long time ago if that was the case. Um, exactly. So, yeah. And it's just a, it's a great way for us all to be involved together to where you know that you're an integral process as our producers to the show. And so you can donate via your time, talent, treasure, treasure obviously, meaning if you want to donate to us any U.S. dollars or if you want to convert your native currency to USD and donate to us like that, or if you want to donate to us Bitcoin, uh, eventually we'll get that wallet set up, I promise. Just let us know. Just send us a uh, just send us <laughs> yes. uh, an email or a message on Discord if you're on Discord community, which you can join, by the way. But yes, if you are interested in becoming a producer or an associate executive producer like Jenna or an executive producer, if you donate any amount of money, you're automatically considered a producer for the corresponding episode. If you donate $100 or more, whether if it's one time or lump sum, or that is that is lump sum, if it's cumulative or lump sum, uh, you're associate associate executive producer for the following episode, and then $200 or more, you're executive producer for the following episode. So we appreciate all of our producers and our associate executive producer of this episode, Jenna. Awesome. Well, back to the Argyle conversation. Where where were we? A <laughs> hey, good smooth transition. Yes. Um, yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Going back, to, I was looking at Matthew Vaughn a little bit. And oh yeah, he's... we were talking about Matthew Vaughn and his. Uh, we were talking about him, and then we were talking about how Henry Cavill's front and center, and then Samuel Jackson's yes. like second in line, Dua Lipa's second in line. And then you have Sam Roth Rockwell. That's his I, name, Rockwell? Rockwell. Yeah, Sam Rockwell. Yeah, Rockwell. And then you have... Oh, why am I blanking right now on her name? Uh, it's funny. She plays uh, Ellie. Yes. Oh. It's, hang on. I, uh, Bryce, Dallas Bryce Dallas Howard. Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they're the main characters. Um, yeah, and they're they're behind everybody. They're behind uh, the three quote unquote leads, right? So it's it's very misleading right. for sure. And that wasn't really the point either. I just don't think it's like I, at this point, I, I don't think it's as misleading as the uh, Scott Pilgrim, you know, remake where they were like, "Hey, we're remaking this like comic that is beloved by a lot of people," and then he dies in the first episode, and it's all this like weird like alternate story about Ramona and it's just like this sucks like it's like this is infuriating it's like at least Argyle isn't a known product you know right 
it, it doesn't fall as hard for me. And, you know, it's it's one of those things that's like, Matthew Vaughn's had a few movies that I didn't like. I didn't like the second Kingsman movie, um, and I didn't like Argyle. Um, and I haven't seen X-Men First Class in a while, but I, I, I don't feel like I hated that movie. Um, but he's done some good stuff. Like, he's a solid director, um, mm-hmm. and he does really, really... Intri- and and I'm get kind of, most of what I'm saying now is the stuff that I would still semi-agree with the, uh, about Argyle. Like, he's a competent director. It's obvious he's a competent director. He's got an interesting style, um, but this movie is just all over the place. Yeah, and it is all over the place. It, it's and... contrived in a lot of ways that are just like, ay, 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 and like stupid, like really stupid stuff. Like, again, it's it's that this thing where stuff and people, like incidences that happen and then like decisions that people make, they're automatically a little bit dumber because the story needs certain things to continue to happen. So it's like, there, like, there's a scene, oh, right? You... Oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say no, there's well, a... <laughs> Go ahead, go ahead, go, go ahead. ahead. No, you first. Okay. You're gonna interrupt me. Oh, Go ahead. So, with the point that you made, did you think that they were trying to be in your face, on the nose with it, purposefully to make this more of a satire, espionage, action thriller with a rom-com twist type movie? So it's satire through and through. Or did you think he was trying to make a grounded action thriller? Well. Bruh, and just I thought you know, that, the writing was bad. I thought we were gonna get an entertaining. So the way the way that it's set up, I was fine with, right? Maybe okay. the 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 uh, maybe <laughs> the train after the train is when things really start literally going off the rails in in places. Yeah. Um, the setup's fine. I think there's a lot of really interesting creative stuff. Uh, there's like the part where she's writing the uh, one of the, her like new books. She's trying to finish it, and she has the scene on out on the balcony with Henry Cavill and that woman, and it's like rewinding. Like there's all these kind of these kind of neat tricks that they're doing, and I I was like, and you know this is all within what maybe the first twenty minutes of the movie or so. Um, and so that's your time frame to set up. This is what we're doing, but it's a completely different movie by the time it ends and not in like a, well, that was kind of a fun, unique spin. It was like, what, like what is happening? It, 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 uh, sorry, go ahead. It it seemed like they didn't know what they wanted this movie to be, that there was (laughs) a lot of ideas, but. It, um, I, I've heard a couple people say that they they felt like it, 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 it was a first draft. Like they just, it, and that's kind of what happens is like, yeah. hey, what if we did this? What if we did this? So you have all these ideas, but you don't start because the movie's like what two and a, almost two and a half hours long. Yeah, it's, it's long. Two, it's two, two hours long. And twenty minutes. Long. Pacing. Pe- listen, I I I'm gonna keep like trying to drive this home. Pacing in your movie, in your story, whatever you are making is very, very important. It's it's borderline when it comes to like filmmaking in particular. Um, if your pacing is off, it a lot of the other stuff really doesn't matter because you you will lose people if you don't if if you know you're trying like with this right. This is a pretty snappy movie. You know, it's it, a lot of like uh, over the top action, lots of crazy stuff going on, and then if you and we said this with other action movies in the past. 
if you just like let that die off for like half an hour and there's nothing there to really elevate those parts of it, uh, you're going to be in trouble. Um, and that's kind of the problem with this is that there's a lot of really stupid action, mm-hmm. but but the action the, the the fight choreography felt stale to me. But go ahead, continue. Um, I I get that. I think it gets worse as the movie goes on too. Um, and there's there's a couple the it, there's some like forgivable stuff like in the opening scene with Henry Cavill because it, when you kind of realize she's making this like schlocky spy thriller, mm-hmm. all of the kind of fantastical elements of that you're like okay i kind of get i get what they're doing here like i'm not i'm not as worried about the logistics of what she's writing in her book um because they're trying to 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 up it into this like sort of fantasy setting that she's she's writing in there um but there's a lot of really stupid stuff that happens in the fights and then the further it goes the worst it, it just it i it was really funny because i sent you a message was like well that movie jumped the shark and you were like dude that movie jumped multiple sharks and i was like yeah that's that's fair <laughs> it just does some man i mean like we'll get to it cuz at the very least From we the have start, to start man at, at the very least we have to talk about uh the the like i guess you would consider the last major action scene in the movie you know like not the fight on the boat but the one that happens like right before that cuz that yeah. That was just, it was too much. It wasn't earned. It was unbelievably stupid. Um, and it, it was just like, I can't, and and I don't know, man. Like, if there had been a weird twist with this where, like, things from her imagination in her book were, like, coming to, honestly, it probably would have been better if it was, like, the twist, the one twist instead of the 60 million that were in it was, like, oh, it turns out that, and let it just be magical, like, you know, floompy stuff, right? Where it's like, oh, for some reason that doesn't need to be explained, my characters are coming to life that I've written. And then if that also means that, like, you know, regular physics goes out the window a little bit too, you might be able to pull that off. The problem is, is that, like, the stuff that happens at the end, a lot of the action, it's just not earned. Yeah. They, they don't they don't earn what they did. And it it's just like someone had an idea to do that and everyone was like, yeah, that seems really cool. And it just, no one even thought about the potential reaction to it. It's it's just too much. It's too much. This movie seemed like how Disney movies are structured to where they're structured about scenes instead of stories. Yeah, so I can like, see that. I want this scene, this scene, and this scene would be funny. Well, this scene would be cool. This and this. Now let's create a story to get there. Yeah. And... There's it's the my biggest critique of the movie is it just felt like I was in a computer studio watching too much with the CGI. The CGI Yeah, the green seen, screens and the yeah, just the, getting worse, man. The CG seen. cat. Though that cat is real if you like not always, you but tell. it is it is a real cat because I've seen the some of the behind the scenes stuff. Um just you know, scrolling through the internet and videos pop right. up. And I was like, Oh, okay. So like that's actually Matthew Vaughn's cat. Yeah, well, um, I went. I went into this movie fully wanting to enjoy it. Same. And I was yeah, like, I'm this with you. Is, you know, I enjoyed the trailer. I thought the trailer was awesome. Uh, and I was like, hey, this. You know, I'm hoping this is going to be a good movie. And so I was disappointed when I came out. 
you know, especially when you look at the, when you look at the cast, I enjoy Henry Cavill, Samuel Jackson, Sam Rockwell, um, and Brian Cranston. You know, Bryce Dallas Howard, sh- she's fine too. But uh, she's all right. She doesn't do anything for me, and she was the wrong. I I think it was a bad um, casting. I think it was yeah. miscast for her. Yeah. Do do a uh, Well, do a does the fin fatale thing really well, but like. With the kind of action that they require Bryce Dallas Howard to do in this movie, she was miscast. Yeah, I agree with that as well. Yeah. She didn't seem like the there's espionage no spy film fatality. And, and and there's character. no there's no way she would have been able to pull off some of those roundhouse kicks. It's like it's not it's just unbelievable. It's not it's not believable. And like we haven't even I'm I'm trying not to talk about the specific thing yet because. That gets outside the realm of reality, multiple in like multiple layers. Like it, just the physicality of what was needed for her to do um, for about half the movie. It's just it isn't it isn't believable. No, not with her. It would be more, per, you know, it'd be more believable with Gina Carano. I kind of thought that she would have been the perfect cast for mm. that role. Considering, they, uh, can I be honest though? They needed yeah. somebody. They needed somebody softer. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yep. I like I Gina. She's better at. She's got that hardened, like, vet sort of thing to her. You know, like like G- Gina can play the characters like she's seen some stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's kind of where she falls. Like, I, and I I'd, I'd have to think about it. And I don't I don't know anybody off the top of my head. Um, but you need you need someone a little bit softer. But that that you know when they throw a roundhouse kick, you're like. Okay, I believe that. Even if it's yeah. like, I don't know if you'd really be able to take that guy, but I do believe that you can actually do the things you're doing. Um, right. Holly it, Holm it, would be perfect for that. Not, not that you yeah. know that reference. Basically. I know who she is. I'm, I know who she is. Are you kidding? Oh, okay. Come on, man. I think, Come I, on. Come on. Everybody knows that fight. I've watched <laughs> that video quite a few times because it's impressive. Um, <laughs> she can throw a roundhouse She kick. can throw a roundhouse kick. Yes, yes, she can. Um... So yeah, I I just yeah, um, too many obnoxious uh, twists for me. Oh it's my like, gosh, whoa, dude! Whoa, whoa. I, and so we're gonna get in the spoiler. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do any direct spoilers. It's just gonna be like, oh, excuse me. this is the father. Oh, oh, this is the mother. Yeah, or isn't so I should say that, Oh, And now this person's back, and now this person's back, and yeah. So uh, I, that was fine. I that first. It's it's not that that there are twists in it, right? Like let. We never want to get yes. to a place where we're just like, oh, it sucks because twists. It's like, no. And and so, like, when that reveal happens, you go, because it's about, it's. I'm looking at it right now, it's about halfway through the movie. Um, this movie's actually only about two hours and ten minutes. Um, it's still long. It feels long. It felt like, um, it felt it, like four hours. It, it could have used 15, 20-minute cut, I think. I thought um, I was watching Zack Snyder uh, <laughs> Justice League movie. That's um, how. That's how long it was. But yeah, it's a, it's about halfway through the movie, and you're like, oh, okay. And and it's like, all right, well, where is this going? Because, you know, I guess up until this point, like, it's not great, but it's still in kind of dumb schlock territory for me. Um, right. I, I'm not, like, physically angry at the movie. Like, oh, you yeah. know, this isn't Rebel Moon. Like, we're not talking about Rebel Moon. We're not talking about Silent Night. Um, yeah, no, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. Let's be clear. Um... It's not glass onion. It, yeah, it's not glass onion. Though, there. Oh, to be honest, though, there's some, mm, there's some stuff in it. But the thing yeah. is, is it's the second for me. I now because I'm kind of scrolling through this a little bit. 
it's really the second half that is where the sharks start getting jumped yep, continuously the end of the second act into the beginning of the third act um, yes it's a, it's after it, it's literally actually the the first time i went i i really went hang on was in the scene with the parents so like we can go ahead and uh, we'll do i'm gonna say spoilers now i don't think yes. we've really given a whole lot away but i'm gonna say spoilers now because i have to talk about this because it's it the logic it, it doesn't make any sense um, it's hard not to yeah. talk about the movie also hello in the context of the big criticisms without <laughs> yeah. spoiling it go ahead hi jenna hello whoopa it's good to see you guys and uh david francisco um so we find out that her parents aren't actually your parents and that they're like uh head 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 honcho ish type people in this secret organization that's been like hunting her um and that's spoil that that's like twist one i think there might have been one before that but i think that's the first major twist um and you go all right cool well uh sam rockwell shows up because he's been you know he's been defending her through most of the movie and he shoot ends up shooting her fake mom and knocking out uh brian cranston who's like her ends up being her fake dad who's supposed to be the leader of this organization are you there (laughs) r.i.p hang on hey Hello. I can hear you now. We're back. Okay. We're back. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, J- Jenna and Whoopa show up in the stream. Just decides to die on me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah. So Brian Cranston turns out to be like the head of this organization, and uh, you know they kill the the fake mom. And then Sam Rockwell knocks out Brian Cranston and leaves him there. And I go, why didn't he kill him? Yeah, because yeah, Brian Cranston's leaves you, the uh, directorate or yeah, division or whatever they're called. Which you would have, first of all, and it's so really stupid because Brian Cranston says it in a, a couple scenes later where he's like, I put myself out there. And it's like, you you shouldn't have done that. Yeah. You don't do that. That's not how that that's not how that works. You 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 send the mom and say, "Oh, sorry, your father is under the weather or whatever." And you keep that a mystery for another 45 minutes till closer to the yeah. end of the movie. And then it's, you don't have 6,000 other twists. Yeah, and you're right. The problem isn't the twists. Twists are fine. It's just that the last second half of the of act 2 and then or towards the end of act 2 and then all the third act is just essentially centered around twists. It's like twist, oh, twist, yes. twist, twist. And that's where it becomes more obnoxious to and, where it's like, okay, yeah, are they I, doing, are they trying to be satirical here? Because I thought that in the beginning. And then I'm, I was really thinking that towards the end of the movie as well. However, when I looked it up on IMDb to check to see what they classified themselves as, yeah. or at least what it got classified as, action and thriller so it's not a satirical yeah it's a it's an action rom-com movie that's pretty much what it is i mean i guess thriller thriller is such like a canopy term (laughs) to some degree you know and i I don't mind the the concepts that they have even making it a rom-com it's just that even bryce house dallas howard and sam rothwell's connect connection ellie is who bryce plays and then Aiden is who Sam plays. None of the 
nothing feels earned from their connection towards the end of Act Three to you know taking down the division or whatever they're called directorate to just everything about the movie nothing the payoffs in the end don't hold any weight because again it's not earned it's just kind of schlocky as you were saying earlier like it was the first draft yeah it just it it kind of feels it it is messy it's not even that it feels messy like it's kind of a messy script um and then i want to ask you a question yeah go ahead okay now what movie does l ellie i should say yeah what movie does the sound like so her character arc to me I was thinking about it today. Yeah. So she has to lock, unlock her potential by recovering her memories, right? And then once she unlocks her memory, she unlocks her true identity. And her true identity is just that she's always been this strong, capable, amazing spy and woman. Now, what arc does that... I'm saying that arc term very liberal here. <laughs> what movie does that sound like to you? From Marvel. Um, Echo? No. Uh, Captain Marvel. Oh, that was my other choice. Echo kind of works too, though. Yeah. Maybe yeah, that does Cap- work as Captain well. Marvel, but yeah. Captain Marvel, yeah. you know, she lost her memories in the first one. So. Oh, that's right. It is. Wow. Yikes. Because <laughs> I, yeah. I saw the movie yesterday, last night, and I was thinking about it. I was like, I think. Like Captain Marvel, let me go. Like, uh, let I, me it go just review it Captain seems... Marvel again, and again, it's those connection points. She builds her memory, and as she recovers her memory, she's unlocking her true identity. Yeah. Um, well, the again, whole the whole like not that I becoming think that idea is bad. It's just that there's nothing else more appealing about it. You know? Yeah, it's boor- and, it's and Bryce Dallas Howard doesn't well, fit the role. It's as overdone as Batman's dead. Yeah. It's I'm ti- I'm ti- I'm just tired of it, dude. No, David, you know it's as I mean? overdone as a sympathetic villain is. Yeah, right. It's as overdone as uh, Harley Quinn being interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. <laughs> um. Yeah, I. Uh, mm, I guess I don't. Can we just talk about the 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 biggest jumped shark? Yes. Yes. Please. So. Please. Spoilers again, everybody. There is, yeah, the the, the movie kind of progresses to sort of your final big shootout. And um, I wish that they had done the first part of that practically because I think the concept is really cool, like with all the colored smoke. Um, mm-hmm. I, I needed that to be more, I'll just say more grounded. Um because for some reason, you know, it's like they have all the smoke grenades, and for some reason they're all different colors, which, like, I'm sure someone could tell me that that actually is real and has a representation, blah, blah, blah. It's fine. It's not really the problem. I, I'm fine with them having different colors regardless, because I like the, the kind of, like, presentation of it. Um, But they put on these, like, gas masks, and for reasons, the gas masks have, like, heat vision in them, even though they just kind of look like regular gas masks. Like, that's not really how that works. Um, and, and again, like this movie isn't giving you any idea that they, that the world that Ellie and Aiden inhabit isn't anything other than like real life, even though allegedly this is, and 
you know, it's another spoiler, but allegedly this is connected to Kingsman. Yeah. Um, though, I don't think that really forgives a lot of stuff in this because this goes far over the top compared to what Kingsman did. It's um, too much. It, it's like Kingsman still got believability in what they did with their world building. Um, it doesn't take it to the levels that this does. So they, you know, they do that whole no. fight, and I'm like, this is this is good enough. I also think the movie probably should have been rated R. Um, I think when Vaughn does these kind of like action flicks, ramping up the uh, the violence, it just works in his favor because of the, his like shooting style. I mean, like you saw, you I mean, you saw a lot of what he was doing with it. Um, that scene, this everything that he does in the fights in this kind of feels underwhelming um and part of it is because of the impact of the way that he shoots fights uh doesn't come through as well um it's it's too you know? cartoonish yeah it's too clean yeah, it, it's too clean it, yeah the, you know what i mean yeah the cinematography doesn't what's the term call it like dirtying up the camera right well it, it doesn't it doesn't have that aspect to it. It's and then with Matthew Vaughn, I've kind of more so have always seen him. I don't know if you would agree with this as more of a as more unserious. I don't mean this as an insult. I mean this as a compliment to that he's more of a cartoonish director. Well, he's if that got makes sense. his movie. He does this thing where he takes really take like Kick Ass. Mm-hmm. Kick Ass is a pretty gritty film, but it's also cartoonish because of its source material right you know so it's like the it, it's balanced pretty well not the second one but i don't think he was involved in the second one um the second one sucks uh but well, he was just a producer on it but that could mean also uh, yeah it's like it, it yeah that could mean also he put some money towards it or whatever or like someone had an idea for it and he was like sure i'll you know whatever Produ- yeah being a producer on something doesn't it really doesn't mean much to me um but even something like uh Kingsman, all three of the Kingsman movies, they have some silliness to them, but it's it's something that like the movie is still taking itself seriously. Yep. And you're right. I think that's missing from this. Um, I think uh, I'm not so worried about like the dirtiness. Like his his look. I mean, like you go back and watch a lot of his stuff. He has a he has a somewhat clean style to his filmmaking. Um, and this is no different, and I, I think visually, like I had said before, I, I'm fine with most of it. It's I don't know, like, you look at some of what he does with the sets, you can tell that a lot of care was put into specific parts of this movie. Um, there's a lot of, uh, like, when she's uh, doing her reading at the beginning, mm-hmm. um, you know, and all of the, the stuff that was, like, very much designed, this whole, like, Argyle thing is is very well thought out as far as like it, these little visual pieces on the sets and then like her desk and like if you look at the front it's got um the, her different books and they're all in the like the diamond shapes you know going across like the argyle pattern i guess um there's a lot of that little like detail that's again it's it's worth mentioning it, it doesn't really enhance a movie that's already not very good you know uh but it is there and um yeah i think the biggest problem with this is that he he succeeds in that that realm of like he needed to ramp up um the type of movie this was 
the problem is is that he was trying what it seemed like is that he was trying to make a Kingsman movie that women might go see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's a, that's a good way to put it. Uh, it's it kind of if that's the case and if the choice to tone down the violence to tone down um the rest of the content for lack of a better way of putting it um like language whatever like if that was in order to try to bring in sort of the rom-com audience it seems like it was a really big misstep yeah yeah no um, i agree if that was the case i mean yeah <sighs> yeah just it was a disappointing movie yeah, I'm really upset by that. And then, of course, we have to talk about the thing. So, like, they go through that one fight, which I am... It's not great. A little, little too, like... There's some cringy stuff in it. Like, the whole uh, twisty thing, you know, where they reverse roles. Yes. You're like, uh, all right. Like, I think if the, I had... The whole I, Winter Soldier... Uh, is that what you're referring to? The Winter Soldier aspect to it to where... No, 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 no. I'm talking about the fight. When they're in the fight and he literally... She picks him. She picks him oh, up yes, in the middle yeah. of the thing. Not, no, no, not the, not the sleeper agent thing. Like you know, that's <laughs> you know, twist five of thirty or whatever. Um, but Dude, at that point, I was just laughing. Yeah, I was like, and of then, course, of course, yeah. And I'm like, okay, it, it's stupid, but I was like, you know, whatever. And then they go into this room, and I don't know. Maybe the movie did set this up, and I just missed it, but. I, and I guess there's like a Middle East um, component to the movie, so maybe that ha- that does have something to do with it. But they they go into this room, and all of these they they're sh- everyone's shooting, and all this crude oil starts coming out of uh, pipes because they've got bullet holes in them. And everyone goes, "No, we have to stop. We have to stop. We're going to ignite the crude oil." And I'm sitting there going, "Like, you've already shot up the pipes, you know?" And so you're like, "Okay, that's weird." But whatever. And crude oil doesn't catch on fire in the same way that gasoline does. Yeah, and I guess... That's the one thing that people don't realize. Yeah, and and also, like, I think it's it's already been put out in the world that, like, you can't just shoot a can of gas and make it explode. Am I wrong about that? I'm pretty sure that is the case. If if I'm wrong, email Joseph about it. Um, (laughs) Please. Yeah. I would say that would if you eat, like shot a can of gasoline. It would have to spark right though, because it's not the yeah, it's not it the bullet. It's the the spark that would cause yep. the ignition. Yeah. Anyway, exactly. so like all of that being said, propane's different from tank. But if gas was in a more a medical metal container and you shot it, then yeah, if it's plastic, if it doesn't produce a spark, then yeah, it's not going to ignite. Um, and then um. They, you know, there was a a thing that was mentioned earlier on where Ellie's character uh, liked to ice skate, and she is now asking, like, was that real? And she puts knives, and I guess it was, yeah. Like Sam Rockwell's character is like, yes, you actually were a pretty good ice skater. Uh, well, he underplayed it because she's literally a superhuman ice skater. She puts knives on her feet, and somehow. Uh, dude, this is, this scene is, I, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm saying this now because it's just coming to mind as just like a comparison. This scene is on stupid levels of people surviving the volcanic explosion in Rings of Power. Yeah. I think logically 
that's where these two the, these are comparable to me. Right. Um, and she starts ice skating around on crude oil with knives on her feet. And she picks up a gun with a bayonet on it and starts like cutting down all these dudes and is just ice skating around somehow on crude oil because this has to make sense for some reason. And then they ignore what was said five minutes earlier and she just starts mowing them all down as she spins in a circle doing the move that all the ice skaters do. The spin move. Oh, yeah. And it's like, oh, okay, so I guess they could have just shot them. Clearly, it it wasn't a big deal. It's hard to to say (sighs) which part of the movie was the worst, because I also thought that when she shot Sam in the heart, oh, that's the glass onion moment. That's the glass onion moment. Exactly. Yeah. because it went two inches in this direction. I had read earlier because this person had emailed me, and then Sorry, I just had to make sure I plugged the hole. And while nobody was looking, I I did the yeah the, she, the napkin in your chest, and that's why you survived. Yeah, it's you know he had a hole on the other side though, right? And also, I don't think <laughs> that that would work that way. And and not only did that happen, but he he. He continues to fight afterwards. It's not like he's knocked out of the the fight or whatever, and someone's going to get him medical attention. You know what I? You know what I mean? I, I'm just. I guess in in this kind of stuff, like, yeah, it's it's bad, dude. That's the, the that best is point, the that, best point mm-hmm. is is that there's a second hole in his back because it had to it, in order for it to work, it would have to go clean through. Otherwise, clean through in his heart, he would die. And and so, statistically. That cannot be something that that like, and this is where you go into like, they turn her into superhuman level of like she's like super soldier, like out of this world, good at everything, you know, and it's just so lame, dude, because it doesn't follow what you really are supposed to do with this, where it's like she learns to be like more self confident, and mm-hmm. I, we could talk about the twist where she's really like this. CIA special agent or whatever but they're all talking about it as if she is the best thing you know like she's the second coming basically and this is what always happens in these movies is that they 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 jump the shark with this stuff where it's like you you constantly are taking it too far like you're going outside the realm of believability like quit it like please give us like flawed character because she is like she is actually a flawed character up until this moment the problem is is that the minute she like like you've kind of saying like she finds her true self or whatever she just becomes the best thing ever and all the rest of that stuff gets thrown out the window and there's not like and her lead up to it doesn't feel earned it doesn't because there's not the growth of like overcoming much of anything the only thing that she overcomes is her memory loss, and then she becomes the thing that she she always was, basically. Is it, it, it to give an idea, it's like the first Batman game, if I remember correctly, um, in the Arkham series. Yeah. Because if I remember correctly, the first time you start playing as them, you have basically everything's maxed out, all the gear, correct? Uh, That's a trope of like that kind of game, but I, I don't. And, but I don't then, remember. Jake's played it recently, it, so Jake could tell us. It's one of the it's it's one of those games, but 
I'll just say it more like this. Sometimes in games, you'll start off and your first, your very first mission, or to kind of do the tutorial, you're maxed out, you have all the gear and everything like that, and then some event happens and you know you lose everything and you have to work your way all the way back to get to that point. Hey, I'll right? I'll give you one Samus, strong female character. That's that's like the trope in the Metroid games is that you start the game out with like all of your max out gear and then something happens and you lose everything and you have to slowly work up to overcoming the big obstacle again at the end with your new upgraded stuff. Yeah, exactly. And they could have easily done that with her and it just fell through. There's, there's nothing wrong with that idea. Yeah, un- uh, slowly that. her memories are re- unlocked and she learns to do stuff again, but you know, you just can't you can't end with ice skating on crude oil and and beating all the bad guys. <laughs> like you just can't do that. And then, you know, and then also the secret soldier thing. <laughs> yeah, and then like the the weird like that little like uh MK Ultra music box ballerina box or whatever they yeah. they just like leave that till the very end like w- when that happened i was like what i i it just like it it completely threw me off cuz i was like oh we're just we're adding one more thing to this like do we really yeah. it's just too much like if you go back and you watch like the first kingsman movie like the pacing in that is spectacular like it 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 hits like all of these points that it needs to, and nothing lasts longer than it needs to. Right. Um. It le- in a way, and and it, this is the way that I think it should be. Um. It leaves you wanting more. You know. Exactly. Um, the raid is the same way. Um. I watched that again recently. Um. There, there are like, I, I, and I'm, I'm still putting this together. I may actually have to start writing this down as far as um, what I would sort of call some of the like essential. You know, th- this is kind of like look to, to to the raid as far as like things that you need to do for action you know um look for this to this for character work and um, that's a good idea you know what i mean arcane. i think there's look to arcane for character work yeah, look to arcane for character work i mean it's a it's a modern uh example of that i think um I, even um like god of war 2018 and ragnarok um there's a a game called soma that's really good if you're looking for like a really interesting um because I guess we're going to get into uh, Suicide Squad. Yeah, but there are examples out there that's like, we need to find ways to add in these little, it, these details. Like, we're not going to take their whole idea, but like, oh, okay, the idea of like, what does it really mean to be human? It's like a big thing in Soma. Um, mm-hmm. Because you're like the idea is that like your memory is getting like implanted in all of these different machines throughout the game, and it's like okay, so like if you're if you're alive or you believe that you're alive because your memory is in one and then it's in another and then like you decide to like shut off the other creature even though like it is you, and like I get you would call that uh, what like the existential I- idea. Of yes, you know, and so there's there's some really interesting stuff you can do with that, and like you can do those things and not have to go like full tilt into it, um, and the same way with like or you know the direction that God of War decided to go with like, in some ways like what is fatherhood, you know mm-hmm. the the struggles of fatherhood the the joys of it and also having this really awesome story surrounding, um, uh, the Norse mythology. Uh, there, there's sorts, all these sorts of things you can do from from that realm. Um, and again, it's like it's it's not too much different from the direction you're trying to go with making 
and and I need to be clear about this because there's this idea out there that when I say that the story sucks or when you say that or name the person who who's like, yeah, you know, to be honest, this movie wasn't very good. The story's bad. Um, that it's supposed to be like award winning. First of all, we don't care about awards. Like I could, I could care less. I, I don't care. Like, do I think that Godzilla minus one needs to be celebrated at the Oscars? Yes. Will it be? Probably not. Um, but at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter because Godzilla minus one is the best movie that came out last year. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Like it, it, it doesn't then, matter what, who wins the award. I don't care who wins the award who at the Oscars. makes a movie for it to not be good? Right. That's essentially what you're saying, right? I, I think award, so. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's yeah. Why now? Enjoyable. The, the Oscars and, and that, that kind of criteria I think is, is kind of dumb because there's a lot of like politics and I don't mean involved. Yeah. There's a lot of like in, Hollywood politics that goes on in that and like having to meet certain criteria like there's literally a, something called Oscar bait because of all of that um, and it's something that I'm not trying to, to change everyone's mind about the stuff and I it's actually something Jake and I talked about yesterday because for some reason he didn't know this um, that's why like when I talk about the my grading scale first of all I, I typically don't like to give numbers if I don't have to um, but people will ask or like sometimes I'll be like you know probably around here and I say it's ridiculous that we have a grading scale where 7 to 10 basically means you did good and everything after yeah. that is failing. Yeah, that's ridiculous. It makes it makes we, no sense. We kind of would you say that we view a passing grade for example as anything that's above a 5. A 5 cuz like I will say a 5 is average. Yep. You that, you made, that's how I view it say yeah, it as well. Yeah, if you're if we're getting into 4 territory um, you made something that has made enough mistakes that I think it's bad. Yep. Well, I'm glad that you brought that up because I do think we need to wrap up the Argyle uh, commentary on the movie. Yes. What's your rating for Argyle? It's probably a four. Yeah, that's what I was going to say too, unfortunately. So, I, I, hey, it ranked higher than fast x for me well and this and is the thing is that glass I, onion yeah i i here here yeah i oh no i i think it's better than than glass onion probably i would i probably put fast it's better x than fast i probably say fast x probably falls into a four as well it's just that's you get uh, down into for me oh, and, and fast x is like a three hang on well we see and this is the thing is like once we get down into that territory like i have to figure out this is why i don't like doing numbers like i have to figure out why would i like why would i give and this is maybe where the details of it come in. Um, that is where, like, okay, what are the, like, are there enough, like, positive aspects in something like Argyle versus something like Fast X that place that in a, th it place Fast X in a three versus Argyle in a four? And, like, and, and being able to get into that. And I just don't want to take the time to do that. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> not with stuff not with stuff that's like really not that that important to me. You know what I mean? Well. Um but you typically I think 4 is where you're like this movie could be average but you do enough stupid things and I think you make enough mistakes that 4 is where you belong. Cuz Argyle yeah. could ha there's a lot of things that if they had left out or changed um you could get there because it's still not. I mean, like something like Silent Night is border is like a two or a one for me. Like I couldn't oh, even yes. fi I couldn't Silent even Night finish it. it. It's 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 
borderline unwatchable because it's it's like, why I, did this movie get made? Well, yeah, yeah, it's it's way down there. I, who? How many people did this get by? That Silent Night is one of those movies, kind of like a lot of the Marvel movies, where I look at and think, imagine, and Suicide Squad killed the Justice League, where I'm like, imagine all the exec- executives and writers and people involved in the process that greenlit this and gave their stamp of approval, and no one said, hold up. Well, the this thing is, a bad idea. So, if if the rumor is true about, well, I don't know about Fast X, but like the rumor true is true about Argyle, um, Matthew Vaughn presented the idea, I guess, as a package for Apple, and they bought it from him. Uh, so, like, he's he's good. You know what I mean? Like, yep. I and I don't know how close. He, I hope he doesn't use this writer again. Um, in fact, I what I really hope is that he finds a couple Mark Millar uh, books that he wants to adapt um and does some of his stuff um so we'll 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 see about that but yeah i mean um do you you had mentioned halo to me so i did add it to the list and it is in our thumbnail um that's we can talk about it real fast that's soon right that that's three days away right yeah thursday am i going to have to painstakingly watch an episode every week or is this coming out in a package Oh, I think it's episode by episode. Uh, okay, yep. that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, but I will. Yeah, I do have fine. good news for you regarding Halo. Uh oh. Um, Is it like two episodes? <laughs> <laughs> no, they got a new showrunner. I didn't realize that till the other uh, day, or maybe I did realize and I forgot. But I'm maybe to pull up. maybe Quan will like die in the first episode, and Master Chief in the first episode will go. You know, I really should stop taking my helmet off for safety reasons and he puts it back on and he leaves it on for the rest of the season and then we end up with like a four or five yeah so it's david wiener um and <laughs> no, he is best nice. known sorry <laughs> he's best known for uh fear of the walking dead series oh he did flesh and bone tv miniseries okay uh and let's see yeah uh, brave new world homecoming Strange Angel, Fear of the Walking Dead, like I just said, and yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty. Uh, the Last Resort, if that rings any bells for no. anyone. Um, yeah. So, but okay. he did. He did nine episodes of Brave New World. He only did like a couple for Fear of the Walking. Oh, Dead. Oh, isn't Brave New World that Star Trek series? Is it? I I, no that's idea. what it sounds like. I think there's a Star Trek series called Brave New World. Maybe not. Um, I'm not up to date on a lot of like. TV series. That kind of TV, yeah. yeah. It's not my cup of tea, so it's... Yeah. Um, well, so we'll see if you can write the ship, but I am not expecting it. Are you, David? No, not at all. I am expecting this to be very bad as well. Now, <laughs> Is I, it going to be better or worse than season one? Y- you know, I'll, I'll say this. I'll, I'll throw my hat in the ring that it might actually be a little bit better than season one. Uh, um, do I want it to be worse? Absolutely. Like that. That's way more entertaining for us. Um, but I'll, I'll say like they are g- trying to do like fall of reach stuff, so oh. they at least have the advantage of the source material being interesting for what they're trying to adapt. Whereas season now, if they just go off on like a wild direction with this, um, you know, and I don't think the the death of any of the Spartans or really any of the characters in it are going to emotionally impact me, yeah, um, or anyone. Yeah. Now, do you think? We're going to get more Master Cheeks. Oh, I hope so. 
bro. Okay. Every okay. episode. Do we, once are we gonna once get an episode. Once an episode? Okay. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So we are we gonna get otherwise. a <laughs> Are we gonna get a baby Master Chief too? Oh please. Yes, please. Oh I want them to dig so hard into like the insanity of all of that. Like it might actually put the show a little higher for me if they just like <laughs> dig dig deeper into it. Like, oh, what's her face is like we're pregnant gonna show now. Them. We're gonna I'm pregnant, off. Master Chief. And like he ha now and 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 she and she because she's like part alien or whatever she is, she has the baby like way faster. And so she ends up having the baby during the season. Or like maybe it's the whole fall of reach thing happens over a longer period of time. So she has the baby and then she dies by the end of the season. And so it's like mini no, master. The fall Chief. of reach happens over the baby. Yeah. Oh oh perfect. And then you know, he has to take his new baby. I, I want I would say boy, but we all know it would be a girl. Um and then they have to together now go to Halo. Dude, I'm gonna clip this out for uh social media. I'm gonna tag Please. CBS in it and say, Hey, we're available hire me. for hire. Hire me. CBS. I'll give you my number. Let's do it. I dude, yeah. <laughs> Let's just get into it. Bro, you know what's so funny is like I if if I was of that nature and found my way into like the gaming industry or like Hollywood, I I could troll fan bases like so easily. You know how like yeah. the whole the whole thing with like them these companies is like, oh you know fans are stupid and and we hate the the people who like love the thing that we're adapting. Like I could I could dig into that so easily and just make the most bonkers television ever. That would be successful because of how stupid that, it is. that people are just like what's happening because you know they're doing stuff that like this in, has to be intentional so take like take the whole halo thing like the master master cheeks thing him sleeping with the enemy and then you're like oh well, what, if, what if he had a baby so then like what you do is that it's just like you continue to compound that into insanely wild television and, and for me especially if i if i was like in the writer's room or i had like say in it i'd be like well, we're not getting another season, so let's just do something nuts. Like, let's go full on just out there with what we're doing. I, I think that's the way that you go. Um, the first episode pans, yeah. and you see the moon on Halo, and then it pans to Master Cheeks. Yeah. Oh, dude, he's standing outside. He actually has his helmet on, but nothing else, and he's standing yeah. He's standing there, and so it's just full moon, and he's got his arms, like, you know, by his side or whatever. Um you know, maybe he he's like, oh, or that, or he's got like a like a rifle like over his shoulder, and you know, he's like, ah, the fresh breeze. You know, I don't know, man. I, it, at this point, it's like things have gone so down the toilet in so many of these franchises um, that I would almost prefer like insane parody to like what they're giving us. That's just this boring garbage. Because yeah. uh, I'm bored, dude. I'm bored. Of power, we get we get baby Sauron. Yeah, I'm bored, dude. I mean, and and we can get into it with like kill the Justice League or whatever, but I'm bored. The whole like evil Superman thing is so played out. I'm sick. I am unbelievable. I'm sick of that. I think more than I am of Batman is dead, which is still annoying and it still sucks. And yep. then the whole like, you know, there's like a whole thing with like toxic masculinity and Wonder Woman. It's like, like come, please stop. Like, can, you know, um, I'm tired of. Attempting that to have masculinity that saves so many people in Gotham. Yeah. As far as oh yeah, yeah. She did a great job, didn't she? Dude, that. Oh my god. The 
the contrivance. Hey David, hey, David. They went in. The sweet baby went in. And they said, hey, hey, you know injustice? Just, but what if the Suicide Squad did that but actually killed them? Yeah. And better yet, you piss on them, urinate on them, but even worse than that, you lecture about social justice right before they die. Yeah. Um, and then with a character uh, well, hey, that murdered is, and abused people, J- uh, Jenna saying that they're clones. Is that true? Oh, yeah. Did it, it come came out? out today oh, oh, that... cool, cool, cool. So, yeah, congratulations on rewriting your concept because you're not you like you don't even have the sack to just stick by it. You know, it's like this is that thing that that we've talked about in the past where it's just people hiding their hands, where they yep. throw they throw punches, and then when they get pushback like that they're like what wait no 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 hold on and then like because how dude it's not didn't really kill the justice league it's yeah. a clone and on world 12 they're actually alive and then that's going to be after you defeat the same brainiac i mean flash uh, oh that's the tiktok defense that they're clones yeah. okay yeah that's not surprising uh, you okay. know that's a uh, but i, I dude earlier, i wouldn't be surprised someone say that uh they were alive, but yeah, I, w- I wouldn't be surprised. I haven't looked into it. I've, I've, you know, when people confirm. are, people are like, so it's really funny because, um, you know, Mahler did us a favor and actually played through it because he's like, pe- people were like, well, you haven't played it. And he goes, you know what? You're right. I haven't. So he played through it. And he's like, no, it sucks. He's like, the story's wait, 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 stupid. Me... It's contrived. And Sorry, go ahead. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. But if I watch people play it. And, and I watched them play a significant amount of time. Uh, right? This is an interesting well, question. Yeah. Why does it matter if I personally play it? If I'm like, oh yeah, that I'm so glad I didn't spend my money on that. Yeah, exactly. I, I think that What's is. I think it's completely valid. I, if you, I can if, watch somebody play Madden. Now, I don't need to play Madden before. You might be now. Here's the thing, because say I do that. Say I'm playing like God of War Ragnarok. Someone sees me mm-hmm. playing it and they go, "This looks like trash." And then I'm like, well, it's actually, it's not. It's a really great story. You know, good gameplay. Mechanics are are solid. Like, there's a few things here and there that I think could probably be better mechanically, but whatever. Um, but, you know, if you're really into, like, I think the story alone is, like, something that uh, makes this worth playing. And the mechanics help that along because they're solid. Like, you're not going to be bored playing the game. Um, right. And going through the fights, it's challenging. Whole deal, right? Like that's just a quick overview, and it's the one that's the easiest one for me to defend because I, I really, I stand by those games. Um, and that, so that's that's fine because they like they may not play it or not. But the, but the thing is, is that like the people that I trust the most when it comes to this kind of stuff, um, and who have in some ways helped me like be able to frame especially from a story perspective, like, wow, it's real dumb how any of this happened. And from, and, and I know, I know Jenna has played it. Um, it, it seems like it's like, well, how did the justice league get here or to get to this point? It's like, Oh, well they, they like just got captured by Brainiac and he, 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 uh, he turned them or whatever. And you're like, that's it. Is that easy? You know? And, and then, not on top of that, but despite and we got that, the Humpty Dumpty Suicide Squad that bro, can take him down. There is no, no, this, no logical writing solution to why Superman, Brainiac, Green Lantern, Flash, and Batman would not have been like, "Oh, Harley and her idiots are here. Like, we need to kill them." 
and they would have they would have been dead. Like all of a sudden, because they got brainwashed, they're not working as a team anymore. Like that's not that's not a thing. They just they're all like individual idiots. Oh, and I know that Flash gets taken later, but it's still it doesn't really. And and not only that, but I because I think Green Lantern gets taken out first. Um, but regardless, the first one of them that got taken out, they all would have been swarming on those guys. They would have been dead instantly. Yeah. And and there's like I I don't understand how like because it's supposed to be I guess a gameplay mechanic, right? That uh, Harley Quinn is able to survive uh, uh, Superman's heat vision. Yeah, the, she she's not just like dead instantly from any of the things that he can do. She's a human being. Uh, what? Let's make it better. This is set within the Arkham universe, right? And in every single game, doesn't Batman essentially one punch her? Like yeah. in the cutscenes and stuff like that. I mean, oh dude, not... dude, freaking! I know now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah, she's just a. Uh, I kind of I was watching uh Mahler play some Arkham today, and um. She does like four. I miss that backflips, and he just oh, he just yeah, he basically pushes yeah, he just pushes her over basically. (laughs) And she's yeah, she's not a threat. She is not a threat, and I don't know why she had to. I'm bored of her. I'm bored of what she symbolizes for uh, the activist class um, in writing circles Uh, because she's not interesting. No, and she hasn't had any success outside of Margot Robbie playing her and really putting the character on the map. But that was in Suicide Squad. And then when they tried to do Birds of Prey, it fell just because she's not. Oh, do Birds of Prey that interesting? So boring of a character. Yeah, yeah I fell asleep. I mean, dear, I I got about halfway through that movie and then she's fell asleep. fine as a side character, you know. I mean, well, yeah, that's the thing is like character. when when she's playing like her kind of femme fatale, um, you know. Uh, Joker's like kind of side piece that he doesn't um, really respect that all that much. Yeah. She is she's literally kind of a joke character. She wasn't I, she wasn't ever really meant to take on the role of like a anti hero, and she's still not. She sucks. And like uh, I've I've heard from a few people. I can't remember for certain, but she does some pretty like heinous stuff in the Arkham games with Joker. And um, she's never accounted like she's accounted for the abuse suffered from joker but never the things that she's done to other people yep it's pathetic yeah that's what i was saying she gave that lecture to batman oh like, right oh oh that's right yeah like, yeah before she uh, uh, let's get yeah. this uh lecture from the on uh, social justice from this person who murdered and abused people and calls trauma oh harley murders a kid and tortures another one <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's what it was okay yeah that's man so yeah, I I've it seen make any sense. And and this is the thing is like I am not I I have no interest in arguing with people who like this game. Like you spent the money, you you can justify it to me all that you want. I really don't care. It's like this yeah. it looks bad. The whole live service thing seems like it's a bad direction to go. Like p- the industry needs to move away from it. Well, um sp- and the gameplay which, looks boring. Agree. It looks boring. It just it, it, generic boring combat. Like there's nothing like think about the Arkham games, Joseph, and like the way that they really took the time to be like, we want to make you feel like you're actually Batman to the best that we that we can, and they do. Uh, but between those three games, like no matter how you kind of feel about Arkham Knight, um, and the, some of the decisions they made in that, those games play, and you feel like Batman in those games. 
in Suicide Squad, it's like they're just shooting people. Like I, yeah, exactly. To your point, I mean, when you when you think about the gameplay in Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League, it's uninspired. You know, Rock Steady changed the landscape when it came to superhero games and how the mechanics played out and the move sets and everything and what made them so great in the Arkham series was how they injected Batman's personality into his moveset. And when you juxtapose that to the Suicide Squad, all four of them play the exact same. I mean, basically, the only difference is, yeah. is how they travel. That's it. Yeah, there's, no and build cust- there's no build customization, basically. There's no personality in the combat system, not only for their moveset, but also for certain weapons as well. Uh, outside of, again, as I said, how they travel, they all just play the same. There's no special abilities for the characters. The characters seem just more similar in how they play versus different. Yeah. So what's the point? And even that gameplay wise, whatever. I mean, I think it counted seven different times to where essentially you just, uh, it was five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, somewhere in there to where you essentially just protect a car. Like that's going down a road. That's it. Oh, uh, so that's going down a path. And so Wuba made a good point though. He says, yeah, my coworker said the four could have been like range melee tank. Um, Domaman? I don't know. Demoman. Demoman. Oh, sorry. Domaman. <laughs> um, <laughs> instead, they're all range shooter characters. Yeah, it's it's generic. Um, and let let us please talk about the uh, the voice acting in it because it is infuriatingly bad. Like, it, I I th- I think I would rather have someone uh, put needles in my ears. Um, because Boomer, uh, Captain Boomerang, um is is so annoying i mean they all are right like it's all actually when this when this game released david i don't know if uh you heard this but they made the prisoners at guantanamo bay uh play this during <laughs> that's their, funny to, to get information out of them so as um, soon as they got 10 minutes in they gave a Whoopa saying that gotham knight va was pretty rough too i'd have to go back and play it Whoopa. i don't honestly remember a whole lot about it at this point um but, but yeah, it's 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 not this bad. Yeah, I would say it's not like a single Sorry, story. I hate deception in this game because it starts out like you're playing a single story player campaign. Yeah, right? a single player, and game. then sure. it halfway through live service. Yeah, and then like you can't, you have to play the game online. Live service. Yeah. Apparently, are they're it's apparently they're going to patch in so that you can do. You don't have to do that, which is like okay. First nope. of all, why? Why wasn't nope. they're not doing Your that? Can, no, 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 no. You're right. No, no. I'm just saying. No, nope, oh. I'm not giving them money. I don't give a crap. Oh no, you I wouldn't do it. No, I, I. This game could be five dollars, and I, I wouldn't touch it at this point. There, there's way more interesting stuff coming out this year. Um, and I, you know, Jake and I have been having a discussion recently on the game side of things, um, just about like how boring a lot of the like mainstream stuff that's coming out is. Yeah. There's not a lot of oh, and and you know he's he is not a huge fan of the uh design for the Arkham games like just the like graphically I guess is the best way to put it because I think there's some interesting stuff with the way that they make those and he I don't Jake I'm sorry I don't want to take your argument out of context um but I kind of get what he means because it's it's very similar to like a lot of other things that were coming out at the time 
Um, and, and what I think he's looking for is stuff that's a little more stylized. Um, yes. yeah, take like, it, so for instance, like if they were going to make, if they were going to remake like Arkham games or they were going to do, someone was going to make games in that same vein, um, instead of it trying to go for like a hyper-realistic look, go for something that's way more stylized. Um, and that's something that like indie developers tend to understand pretty well. Like they're, there, there seems to be a lot more care and love that goes into those kinds of games a lot of the time. Not always. Um, but you can find a lot of really unique styles, um, even if it's, you know, oh, this is basically a Metroid game, um, but they're doing something really stylistic that makes it interesting, and maybe they have a story in there that's worth checking out, too. Um, right. But yeah, man, uh, the vo- I think the voice acting in this, it, it's not just the voice acting, it's the way that it's utilized as well. Nobody ever shuts up. I I, yeah. I watched the Superman. It's overhanded. Yeah, I watched the Superman fight the other day, and Superman won't shut up. He he, throughout that fight, constantly talking, constantly quipping, constantly having to say things, and it, it's just like, y'all, uh, this is not. That was like a thing for a while yeah, where that, a, that's a, a, Go ahead. I was gonna say this. It was a thing for a while where it was like characters just like wouldn't shut up because I guess the the people making the games were like, well, we can't have quiet, like we can't have downtime where like a character just isn't talking and like if if they're if you're roaming around, they have to have a comment about every single thing that they're seeing. And it's funny because that writing has made its way into Marvel and a lot of this other stuff where it's like, hey, isn't that weird? <laughs> it's that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, and, and to your point, it fails to mold the story around the characters to give them room to develop and breathe, which is what would happen if it was a single-player storyline, uh, and, and it just molds it around a live-service game. And I think that's why it's just a constant clip-off and to where you know they're trying to be mm. edgy, have edgy, shock-jock humor at every single moment, and it just uh, comes across as just a poor attempt yeah. and to where you're rolling your eyes, getting annoyed, and it's who thought who asked for this who thought this was a good idea hey we want to play as a suicide squad that's exactly what people want to do and we want to kill the justice league and again it's it's not necessarily a bad concept in the sense i know i just said that but i mean in the sense of in comparing it to you're in the arkham city that's or universe yeah in the arkham universe who thinks it's a good idea to play as a suicide squad to kill the Justice League in that universe versus just yeah. creating something separate and, and, and even keeping in that mechanism or doing uh, the reverse of it to where you play as the as the Justice League and they're evil and you kill the suicide squad. Or, you know, and it's not for me too, dude, it's not even keeping the spirit of like the suicide squad in general. Uh, this is was kind of one of the, it's funny but like this is one of the things i had a problem with with the expendables when those movies were coming out it's like this team's called the expendables but nobody's ever dying yeah please That's just the let, same thing with the suicide dude squad. kill captain boomerang or but, the pro- Quinn, but again or yeah, well they won't do they won't kill <laughs> you know they won't kill there there are four people on that team and one of those people has uh, a way higher chance of being killed than the other the other three yeah. Um, and it's definitely Captain Boomerang, but let's see, uh, let's, I was looking at, let's see here, Wubo was saying that, um, Lethal Company is still 2023 game of the year, which I tend to agree with him on, uh, it's just like a, a fun, dumb multiplayer game with, uh, really like low res graphics, but hours of entertainment, 
Um, Jake was also saying that he's just tired of seeing everything in Unreal Engine. Like, it's just getting boring, and I, I think that's kind of oh, what he yeah. meant. Um, let's see. Zoran Zero's in the troll room. How's it going? The game reminds hey, how's me it going? too much of... Let's see. Oh, the the game that reminds me of too much talking is Hogwarts Legacy, where the fast travel lady. Oh, it's ter- Yeah, that was that was bad in Hogwarts Legacy. Um, everybody's constantly talking in that game too. It's really. I annoying. may actually buy that game. Um, I saw it was on sale. Yeah, it's not it's not too bad. I would probably recommend playing it on an easier difficulty and then just like mainlining it for the most part. Do like okay. a, a few side quests that seem interesting because it wore on me pretty hard by the time I finished it because I was trying real hard to like play a lot of it um, mm. and do like all of the little and yeah you get a uh, a da uh, uh, what is it Avada Kedavra and you're good it's it breaks the game honestly but it's fun because you can you yeah. literally just insta shot every <laughs> everyone <laughs> so it's just like the movies yeah pretty much it oh no it's it's what if the movies actually had some more like logic to them. It's like, well, everyone would use that spell because it being an unforgivable curse without any repercussion. It's like Avada Kedavra is basically a gun. Yeah, you know what I mean. Because everything yeah. else, oh, yeah. you know, though, though allegedly, like, like the nuclear option, yeah, you have other spells that like catch people. Like, I okay, catching wizard on fire and burning to death, fine. Using a skill, a spell that instantly kills them, not okay. I, it's so funny. I so many people that I run across that like love Harry Potter. I I it's so funny. I'm I'm so blunt with people these days where they'll ask me sometimes about this stuff cuz I don't typically tell people that we have this podcast like just people I you know, if I work with them or like it's like random people I meet cuz it's one of those things that's like I don't really want to get into it, you know? It's like yeah. I I'm, you're you're going to you're not going to have a good time, you know? But it's a, it comes across with the Harry Potter stuff, too, sometimes, where I'm just like, I'm not going to talk about Harry Potter with you. Like, it's just not going to happen. Uh, I actually, like, uh, sorry, go ahead. With my, uh, with my keeper yesterday, she was like, how would you like Argyle? And I was like, uh, I didn't think she, uh, it was that good. She said, I'm not surprised. I didn't think you would. <laughs> um, like, what's that supposed to mean? She's like, I don't want to get into it. Yeah, I ran across, uh, I was so I was at, um so we uh have a deal set up with one of the local hospitals where we go and sell um we have like a little stand where we sell food over there yeah and um i i i in the mornings it's pretty slow and i have time to read so like I, and i've been reading through slow, very slowly i've been reading through two towers and um oh yeah uh somebody came up and was like kind of asking oh are you reading and i was like oh you know lord of the rings and like, oh, I've never read that. And they were like, oh, are you like into Harry Potter? And I, I kind of, I was like, I looked at her, I was like, kinda. <laughs> I was like, you know, I, I, and what it comes across sometimes, and maybe people think I'm weird for it, but I, I'm like, I've read Harry Potter, <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's like, it's, just, you know, it was, it was something I was into at one point in my life. Maybe not so much the, anymore. It, it, it fits the trope of a children's book. Like, yeah, yeah. It's oversimplified. There's a lot of... But the thing is, and here's the thing, and this is something I have to kind of continue to um, beat the drum to, uh, is that like we can't keep doing this thing where we downplay like kids 
because it's oh, a kid's movie. You know what I mean? That's why it, I said it fits the trope. It of... does fit. The, yeah, fair enough. Uh, because you're right, it does. It's like kind of dumb in a lot of places, and the logic doesn't make a lot of sense. But it's fantasy and magic and fun. It's not. Yeah, and it's not a kid's movie in the sense of a good one in the sense of the right. Last Wish. That is right. Excellent. There's there's definitely there's definitely better stuff uh, out there as far as like. You know, Harry Potter's not the worst. The worst thing, like, no, I'm not. You know, we. I think though that people that like elevate that as to like peak fiction, it's just kind of like, no, cool. All right. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree with that. Um, as far as Kill the Justice League is concerned, but getting on back. Yeah, you're back good. There, I did like the ele- the horror elements with Batman. As and I think again, I think yeah, but it's cool. This idea of you know the Justice League turn evil, but it's just if you wanted to in a sense i can't fully remember injustice so correct me if i'm wrong but i think if you got a chance to play as the justice league with them being evil which i know you do in injustice but in the sense to where you get to kill the suicide squad you're going after all these people and something to that extent maybe it'd be better but i just think this idea of using <laughs> the suicide squad playing as the villains and doing that just doesn't i don't know it doesn't work no, there, the there's not any effort. There wasn't any effort put into it to make it believable. No, that oh, like, that's borderline. To. That's what it comes down to. Yeah, yeah, making it believable, and then yeah. also we forgot about Harley Quinn's uh, sexual assault of Deadshot in the game too. Oh yeah, yeah, and her um her flirtation with like a ten year old. Yeah, yeah. Poison Ivy. Oh, you've. She says some weird. It's weird, dude. But I'm the well, hero, you know. It's like ugh, that's sweet baby okay. ink for you, though, bruh. I mean, I listen. Don't let Rocksteady get, uh, you know, spared the rod, if you will, because of sweet baby ink. I mean, like, I. <laughs> well, they their main the the main graders left. All the good people behind Rocksteady left. This isn't the same Rocksteady that made Arkham. So, uh, agreed. Uh, yeah, 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 and. I don't. As far as I'm concerned, it's not canon with the rest of the Arkham games. Um, I actually, I, they're on my list to to replay them, so that that may end up happening sometime this year. I just don't um, even see how like you come in and you think about the games and you just don't add personality. Like even on the the game metrics wise, to yeah. make Harley Quinn's move set unique, to make Deadshot's move set unique, to make the Sharks I forget his name, but Shark Man uh, his uh, move set unique. And then oh, uh, King Shark. Boomer. King Shark, that's it. And then Boomer, his skill set unique. Yeah. yeah. And it's it sucks um, it sucks too because like uh King Shark is great in uh Suicide Squad. Yep. The the movie. Um yeah, there's there's of, real poten- there's it's not like there's not potential here. There was potential here for this to be a fine game. Yeah. They were just like like it, it's one of those things that's like it, it wouldn't it be funny if the big shark is stupid. Yeah. But he's wouldn't not it be funny if the flash got killed and then someone peed on him that's kind of how yeah. it, it went and then it's like oh yeah wouldn't it be funny if yeah what if uh, we you know, literally like took a piss on your heroes you know and then somebody makes a joke about uh, a penis <laughs> oh yeah 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 hardly does there yeah. you go yeah. of course yeah, yeah. put it on the board for her you know yeah. um yeah and man I, I, it's life well, sitting at a lovely sixty-three on Metascore from the critics, and seems high. At three point nine for the user score. Yeah, that that seems about 
more accurate from what I can tell. And I don't know, man. Like, I, I don't, th graphically, I don't think it looks that great. I mean, and, and graphics are one of those things that, like, every AAA game has, like, really good graphics now. Like, you're not, you're not winning someone over necessarily because your game looks good. Well, you have to offer more than that. You can't yeah. win over people for a movie or a TV show just because it looks good. Agreed. There's a lot of stuff that's, that... I mean, that's great. I mean, like, yes, definitely make it look good, but there's more to it. There's You can forgive more if the story element is great and the gameplay element is great, right? Dude, um, the best... Like, one of the best games of last year looks like someone smeared a dirty diaper on your screen while you're playing it. Like, that's that's kind of what Lethal Company looks like. But... And, and no one is saying, like... Oh, the graphics suck. Yeah, this the graphics suck. Because the it's, graphics suck. Because it's a ton of fun. Like at the end of the game, in the game, at the end of the day, it's like the game gameplay is king of that. But that does not mean that you get to just like cheap out on a lot of the other stuff that you're doing, um, and and like you just get to disrespect uh, uh, story writing essentially, uh, because it's like, oh, but it's it's a game. Like story doesn't have to be good. It's like, come on. There's plenty. Yeah. I mean, D and D, man. It's literally a game, but also story is heavily involved in that. Yeah. You know, Zorant uh, World Zero Zero. By the way, said in the troll room, it yeah. sucks how Harley was such a great addition to Batman Animated. Yeah. But because of recent trends, she's just become a quirky, multicolored hair girl who is just random. And uh, I yes, agree with that. Quir in the animated. Yeah. Yeah, and the animated, she was great, but now it's it's just too overplayed yeah he says do you guys think that games movies media in general benefit from the halo effect like uh like good looking people in real life yeah i mean it does yeah you people are willing to forgive a lot i think in games if it looks really good um that's not always the case uh there was a game that came out shoot well, oh uh the order uh 1886 or eight you know what I'm talking about, Joseph? It, shoot. Um, it was like, it at the time, I think it was like an early PS4 game. Give me one second. The Order 1886 game. I don't think it's 1886, but... Oh, I was right, 1886. Wow, good memory. Um, when, when the Order came out, uh, it was very, very good looking and not very good good gameplay wise um okay. it was fine um but again something that i've always done especially when i attempt to i'll i'll say review but when i'm really trying to be a little more critical of a game um i'll pump it up to like a higher difficulty because i want to see how the mechanics hold up uh in that now there's some games i won't do that like devil may cry i'm not going to do that because you have to be really good to, to beat those games on higher difficulties and I'm not that good of a gamer um, you'll get there to my level eventually oh and Jay was saying it had a good story yeah it was in the the order had an interesting story that I wish a sequel got the chance to improve on but we're never we're never gonna get it so unfortunately it is what it is probably better that we don't um but this so the order IGN gave it a 6.5 um so it actually I mean on our scale it's like slightly above average um but I would I probably put it more in the average category. Really good looking, super generic gameplay, and the story was interesting. Um, 
But at the time, like it was getting panned pretty hard. It's like it's, it was just the biggest piece of trash. But it's so funny, man, because I think there are probably some old games out there that had that happen to them. That if you look back to where we're at now with certain things, you're like, dang. It's like maybe we were a little too harsh. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it right. actually, we it's actually gotten worse. Um, uh, but yeah, happening yeah, over time. I, I would say yes. I I do think that if a game looks really good sometimes people just get rose-colored glasses with combat i think a lot of people play things on way easier difficulties than they'll admit to a lot of the time um and i'm pretty honest about that like if i'm playing sometimes i'm just like i don't want to play this on hard i was like i I just want to in in like enjoy the experience and um kind of like get you know my memory back for how i kind of feel about the game um, I'm not too worried about digging into like the combat systems or how they work on harder difficulties. Um, it just yeah. depends. <clears throat> um, anyway, uh, yeah. So I, I, I think that, um, you know, this game's going to get forgotten, dude. Like no, uh, it, it seems like it's, a, Oh, I was going to, that's funny. We had talked about this cause I looked it up right before, uh, we started, but I typed in kill the justice league into Google cause out of curiosity, I was like, let's look at the news. Um, Forbes was the first one that came up and it says kill the Justice League uh, Metascore uh, Steam player count are worryingly low (laughs) (laughs) Um, Dextero Suicide Squad kill the Justice League already on sale with nearly 20% off Uh, oh it's on Green Man Gaming I don't know if that really counts Um, you got Polygon which Polygon kind of sucks but kill the Justice League should have been more fun Eurogamer, Kill the Justice League review, an idea destined to fail. <laughs> so it's it's one of those things that's like, okay, yeah, the major outlet, uh, like outlets, okay, we got to look at what Kotaku said, and then we can close this episode out. Cause... Okay. Well, I got one more thing to tell you. Go ahead. I'm looking, I'm looking at it. Go ahead. Okay. Well, it's not in relation to the Suicide oh, Squad. So you're good. You, Keep you, going. Well, okay. You, okay and I'll, I'll tell you... Hmm. Well, I have some bad news. Uh, oh, no. Amazon is not going to be releasing. As of right now, there's still time. Oh, but no. According to Variety, they're not going to be releasing a trailer for anything, anything for the Super Bowl. Now, there's still some time to get in there, right, for the Super Bowl, but uh, to the main slot. But yeah, they're not. And they're not the only ones. Netflix isn't going to, isn't supposedly putting anything out either um, during the Super Bowl. And then Warner Brothers may not be as well. Uh, so that kind of probably means more than likely Rip. that Rings of Power is not going to be coming out this year. Well, that sucks. But there's still time for us to be wrong, and I hope it does. I, I, hope, I want it I to come so. out as soon as possible. Agreed. Um, Kotaku uh, doesn't give scores, uh, but they said... This is the the line that I'll read. This is the last um, paragraph of the the review. It says, Suicide Squad is a poster child for the kind of games that live between great and awful. Just like, uh, that is such like a fence-sitting yeah. statement. It says, while that might be enough for some... I, I, and again, this is just them. Uh, I can't imagine... It might be enough for some. I can't imagine the devs... And it's so funny that they do this. Uh, I can't imagine the devs who worked hard on Suicide Squad... Um, wanted it all to end with what amounts to a shrug emoji. <laughs> yeah, here we are. At least the shotguns are cool. So it's like, it, you you basically, 
none of the major outlets seem to be on the side of this thing. And, you know, typically I disagree with them. I mean, they they are wrong quite often. Um, but they, they might be headed in the right direction this time, you know? Yeah. Uh, the, the clock, you know, a broken clock's right twice a day, right? So... <laughs> I guess they're going to get DLC characters, too. Sorry. Now I'm just sitting here looking at this stuff like we're not on a show. Uh, no, you're fine. Uh, oh, it looks like Joker is going to be a playable character. Uh, dude, you know what else is going to be really interesting? So if they're releasing extra characters, how much are they going to cost? Because that is bad news for them if they're expensive. Um, And it looks like Mrs. Freeze... A version of Mr. Freeze with the alias Victoria Freeze. Oh, gosh, dude. DOA. DOA. I'm calling it DOA. Yep. And on that bombshell, we will see you guys next week for another episode. I don't know what we're... Oh, Halo. We'll be talking about Halo next week. We'll be talking about Halo. We'll be talking about Halo next week. No, I do think it'll be better. Hopefully it'll be great. So Halo next week. Yeah. Be there. (laughs) um oh it says the joker will be free okay well good on them i guess that's the that is the i still wouldn't i know that's the correct decision though that's the correct decision is that it's free and um if you have mm, yeah we'll see we'll see what happens i am kind of curious to see um where this thing will be in another week or so, you know. I no one will be talking yeah. about it. We'll have moved on to whatever the next thing is. Um but yeah. Um thank you all so much. Uh whether you're in the troll room, whether you're listening to this later on uh hopefully a podcasting 2.0 app. Um we are uh we're really thankful for all of y'all. For everybody that downloads, for everybody that shows up for the live show. Um and until next time, y'all take it easy. See ya.